Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Mosley Show, Cam Stewart standing by, Aaron Sexton producing, and now joined by Will Turboff, recruiting writer. Boy, you can follow him at Will Turboff, at Baylor Bears 247. You can pick up on some of the news there. But, uh, and Will has let everybody know, Cam, that he's joining us right now. So everybody's kind of standing by. So we have even more people out there than usual. The Will, Will happy, crowd, yeah. yeah. Will, happy uh, National Signing Day to you. This used to be an unbelievable day, a day of excitement. It's not quite what it used to be, but still uh, some excitement around the country, and you've been monitoring that. How are you doing today? Yeah, hey, Matt. Uh, hey, Cam. Um, yeah, it's been not your – the old um, – sorry, I think I lost you there for a second. Uh, it's not the old us. signing day where, you know, you would see all these guys commit on, you know, today here in February. Uh, it's much more in December, that early signing period, and this is the day where you see a lot of those guys who weren't sure if they had a spot somewhere or, in this case, the Nick Saban domino effect that actually led to Baylor getting one of their players today. So – like I said, not not the excitement of the old days, but you know, still still kind of fun to see how things round out. Have you seen the Saban news? He will be on College Game Day. He'll join. The, I'm sure he'll love all the hijinks of College Game Day <laughs> up there picking. I mean, Saban will just love that. He'll just get get to be up there with Lee Corso and the whole gang. I, I bet he'll. I bet he'll just really ease into that. Relax. He'll be very funny. But uh, but will that was breaking news within the past hour. So I just wanted to share that with you. Yeah, I just saw that. I think he. Uh, you know, if Corso is on his on his last leg here, I think Saban is is kind of a perfect uh, perfect guy to step up to that role. And uh, I wouldn't <laughs> mind seeing. I wouldn't mind seeing Coach Saban with some mascot heads over the next few years. Ooh, can't. Cam, was that a, was that a nice way for Will to put that? <laughs> it's, if Corso's on his last, leg. I was thinking it's exactly how I would say it, Matt. So I think Will's well on his way in this business. Wait, wait, what is Will in? Is he is he a millennial or is he in Gen Y? Where he's if he's nineteen, what does that put him in? That might be like Gen, whatever comes Will, after Z. What are you, Will? Are you Gen Z? Do you know what you are? I think Gen Z. I think like 2004. I think that adds up. Yeah. What are y'all known for? What's Gen Z? What are they all up to? Are y'all more are responsible than the millennials, or do y'all are y'all actually going to try to get jobs? Like, what are you? What are you? Because you're you're very responsible. You're already working even as a college sophomore while pledging uh, or while uh, living in the Sigma Chi house. That's right. We're all pretty lazy though, so. You know, don't have, don't have too high expectations for me. A generation that is lazy but honest. I think that's admirable. <laughs> that's right. Um, all right, Cam, jump in after this, but I did want to Thank get you. our man Will on involved on this. This Joshua Layer uh, edition, you know, I, I'm sure you've been tracking this for, for a while, but, man, Fort Bend Marshall – had committed to Washington, I believe, but been looking at some of the highlights and 
uh, that that had to be something the Bears very excited about as they continue to kind of pursue and land a little higher caliber of recruit in terms of how y'all do the rankings. Um, what did you make of this? And has this been kind of a constant pursuit lately? And and uh, what what was your uh, what was your takeaway when you got that news? Yeah, Josh Belair's a pretty huge ad. Uh, this is one that I know that the staff was really bummed out about when they lost uh, out to Washington back in September. Um, and then the door kind of closed. You know, he signed uh, with the Huskies in December, and uh, I don't believe he was an early enrollee, but he was, you know, couldn't talk to any other teams after that. And after Saban retired and Kalen DeBoer took the Alabama job, uh, all those guys in Washington's signing class had the opportunity to be released from their letter. Uh, that's what Lair did. And, you know, Baylor was number two there. Texas was involved um, early in his, you know, recruitment when he was starting to narrow things down. Uh, but Baylor was basically the only team that made sense uh, for Joshua Lair to end up to. And, and he's just a great player. Uh, Gabe Brooks, who, who's in our scouting department at 24-7 Sports, he described him as a, a track and smack kind of safety. You know, he's, high-intensity guy, very physical. He's got a great build. Um, this is going to be one. This is a position of need, first of all, for Baylor. Um, they didn't land the guys that they wanted to out of the portal and and through the high school ranks uh, over the last few months of this position, and Lair was the number one. Uh, so to get your number one in these circumstances, you got to feel really lucky. Yeah, I like that, that track and smack, Will. I think – your 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 pal there might need to trademark that. That's a pretty good one. A lot of shoulder tackles in that uh, in that um, highlight video though. So for old football guys like Matt Mosley, they don't love seeing that. Just just be aware of that, Matt. He's got a lot of shoulder tackles in him. Oh. I'm looking at Alex Foster though, the other signee today, the defensive end from Mississippi. Will he had committed by July? He seemed pretty steadfast in this commitment. And yet he didn't sign in the early signing bonus or signing bonus, early signing day, early signing period back in December. Why do you think that was? There were a lot of teams uh, that had kind of stepped up for Alex. Right when I joined Bears Illustrated uh, back in October, uh, a couple teams had offered, Texas offered. That was the main thing. Uh, Georgia had become involved. There were a lot of schools that he'd been waiting on offers for uh, for months. Well, even before he committed to Baylor, um, and there was a lot of uh, of, of smoke uh, for him to Texas. Uh, they were just kind of seeing how things panned out with their defensive line class. They ended up getting a couple more guys than expected. Um, so it looked like Foster wasn't going to end up there. There might have been a spot for him, but that kind of all went away when Bo Davis uh, headed to LSU as their defensive line coach. Uh, after that, Michigan State got involved, and it looked like he might flip to Michigan State, and somehow over the last month and a half, two months, Baylor was able to really lock this up. Uh, credit goes to Dennis Johnson, uh, Dave Aranda himself. Uh, this was a guy that is one of those those true needs, uh, not just in terms of, of the players that they're getting. He's a phenomenal player. Uh, he's been ranked as a four-star by a lot of the other recruiting sites. He's a composite four-star now. Uh, but this is one of those guys where you, know, you show your recruits when the Texases and the Georgias and the Michigan States come around, we can still hold our own, and that's exactly what they did. Well, I like that. 
holding your own against those uh, folks. Will Turboff from uh, Baylor 247, Bears Illustrated, joining us. And you can follow him at, at Will Turboff. He's been very active today on several fronts. And, uh, now, Will, do you like that thing, the Baylor graphic with the uh, – they got like that platinum record behind, and then they um, – and I, I've seen other teams do something similar, but I do kind of like I like how they set this up with the old school TVs and then the record player. Um, Will, have you ever like used a record player or like owned an actual <laughs> record? I, I think I own a few records, but no, I'm I'm a little a little too young for the for the old school vinyl. Ouch. All right, that's. I thought that was a kind of a. In this lair, his they call him. They said Hollywood. I don't know if that's his like nickname or something, or, or what that was. What that was about. All right, so we're heading now into the spring. What are the Bears doing? Feel pretty good about these signees. Um, you know, might shore some things up, have some areas. What do you kind of think? And uh, oh, and that that receiver that the Aggies ended up, I, I remember the name Bethel being involved in his name. You're welcome. Um, yeah. For reminding you of that. Uh, yeah. I like him. I mean, he was a good player, but the, the, but the Bear, I think the thing I kind of like about it, the Bears are not kind of like, hey, we're going to stay in our lane. Like, if there's a big-time athlete, they're getting involved, and they're battling it out. And the Aggies landed that youngster um, eventually. But the Bears kind of were in there trying to throw some haymakers. Is that an accurate description or portrayal of how that recruitment went down? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I want to take it back to about October, November. Uh, yes. Ashton Duffel Roman, he, he ended up being a, a top 247 guy in our rankings. Um, he had come to Baylor for a game, um, and I was told that he was just there as a friend of Mason Dossett, a high school teammate at, at Ridgepoint on Houston. Um, and that he was not even, you know, considered a, a recruit on campus. Um, so it seemed like Baylor was not going to be in the conversation at all. He signs with Arkansas, and then a couple things happen uh, that leads to him asking for his uh, release from the letter. That gets granted on Thursday, um, and the assumption is that A&M is just going to kind of run away with it, and they were going to be the only team involved. They kind of ramped up their recruitment of him late, uh, before signing day in December. So it seemed like that was basically over. And, you know, we had heard that, that Ashton was on campus uh, over the weekend before he went to College Station. I know Houston got involved. Uh, so A&M did come out with this one. But there was there was definitely a time where it seemed like, you know, Ashton Bethel-Roman, a four-star, would have been the highest-ranked player in this class uh, by a long shot, could have ended up at Baylor. Um, and I think it says a lot that they were able to get him on campus uh, when the relationship, you know, really didn't seem like it was there just a couple months ago. Will Turboff, 24-7 Sports, Bears Illustrated on this national signing day. And, Will, I'm going to give you a question here that's like beginning of the press conference, break the ice type of question. But when we talked on Locked on Bay where a few weeks ago, you had talked about after junior day how surprised, you know, at, at some of the – the top 50 prospects that were coming in after a 3-9 and nine season where the coach was on the hot seat, but yet they're still attracting these guys and bringing them into the building. And you look at National Signing Day today, a lot of big programs are barely doing anything, for better or for worse. And Baylor, depending on what 
outlets you look at brought in two four-star guys today. Just big picture. Is that surprising to you? And, and how big is that for momentum at a time where you can't get any momentum on the field? Yeah, it's big. Um, and these are two very circumstantial ones. These are ones that Baylor, I, I kind of said it earlier, they should have won the feud. If they didn't end up with, with Josh Lair after what happened in Washington, um, and if they didn't end up with Alex Foster with what happened with Bo Davis and Texas and LSU, uh, it would have been a huge disappointment. Uh, so that's what I was saying, you know, holding your own, making sure that the guys that you want know that they're wanted. Um, and I think as we head into this, the focus on 2025, and we've been there for several months now, uh, they're making sure that these guys, no matter where they're ranked, no matter what other offers they have, the Baylor wants them the most. Um, and that's the biggest hump. You, you, you can't sit back and say, all right, well, if you want to come to Baylor, then show us. Uh, when you go three and nine, you've got to be the, the program that says, look, we're getting better. This is how we're doing it. And this is why we need you. This is not why we want you. This is why we need you to take those next steps. Yep, and that's hey, it's part of this back Mac campaign. Let's not forget the NIL. You got it. Baylor's getting better at the NIL. The money's starting to flow on the Brazos, hard by the Foster Pavilion. So we'll do not underestimate the Baptists love to give. Now they usually give to the church, but they will give to athletes, you know, if if it's the right kind of player. And uh and I think we're starting to see that. Now, Will did your uh does your beloved um, Longhorns, did they get anything? Did Sark do anything today? Or is Sark, did he put his class to bed and he was finished? What, uh, what's happening down there on the 40 acres? Yeah, pretty quiet today for Texas. Okay. And, and you see that a lot yeah. with, these, with these big-time programs. They've, you know, had their plans uh, in terms of signing classes, you know, since, since early in the fall, and it's just uh, – you know, figuring out the little details. But it's a great day for, for programs like Baylor that are able to swoop in. You know, they have open spots. They have some room to, to make some more moves over the spring and the summer. Um, so I think it's, like I said, Texas didn't do much, but I'm, I'm happy Baylor got in there. All right, Baylor, I'm telling you, they're they're getting in there, and Keenan Hall's doing a nice job. But uh, I appreciate it. Cam, did you have anything else? Did you just want to – I'll, I'll just let you say bye. Yeah, sure. No, I can run this Will. out. I can run this okay. out with a question. How about this? Okay. Will, how do you feel about <laughs> dogs in indoor public places, like a restaurant or a bar? <laughs> you know, I think it depends on the size of the dog. I think. Okay. Let's say. Let's say. Or the size of the fight in the dog. Sure. That that fair? Yeah, that's fair. I, I'll call that fair. Bit of a cop out, but fair. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll dog lover. I'll lean towards yes, dogs and in inside places, but you know, I don't want to look over and see a see a great Dane while I'm eating dinner. Sure, and and you yeah. even if you said no, Will, we we've agreed that we wouldn't call you a bad person if you said, hey, I just I don't want to be approached necessarily by a dog while I'm eating dinner. We understand that. That's that's yeah. what me and Mosley came well, to a compromise. It, it, we were talking because last night a little yippy dog kind of got after one of our colleagues, just kind of didn't do anything big, <laughs> but they just didn't really. A little Mississippi leg hounded him. <laughs> yeah, well, just, <laughs> no, the dog the dog got a little, you know, just kind of got away from them a little bit. People like to kind of, it's not enough just to have the dog. Then they have to have <laughs> that long leash where the dog gets to prance around and gets to kind of mess around with the next table. And occasionally you'll get somebody 
who does not want to be touched by the dog. So I think if you're going to bring, bottom line is, I don't like the dog at the in, any kind of indoor situation, unless it's a service animal, service dog or something like that. And obviously, some sometimes people take that, you know, abuse that. But uh, people that truly need service dogs or service animals, I'm all about it. You know, take them, take them anywhere you need them. All right, Will. Sorry you got caught up in that, but uh, appreciate the uh, information. And uh, you and the Sigma guys have a good evening. You've earned it. Get out there, have a nice evening, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. I'll try, Matt. Yeah, I'll be I'll be back soon. I think think we're gonna have a lot to talk about with Baylor pretty soon. Well, I hope so. I hope so. I like I, when Will. I like leaving Will in a situation where he's like, "Hey, hey, I'm I'm ready to get back on with you." And uh, and also, Cam, just so you know, um, that is all copyrighted Mosley material. What Will just did cannot that none of that can show up on Locked On. Oh uh, man, lo- uh, Locked On Baylor. Yeah, it's because of the dog is, question. I know it. Yeah, yeah, that is that is all Mosley. Okay, there he goes, Will Turboff on the Mosley Show.